Okay, so let's start from here, from Kach Huba Shavalev. Okay, so we are discussing, we're discussing the second level of person, right? Which is the, right? Which is, we had the, we already talked about the Mutba. And now we're talking about the Murgash, which is 90% of the people, if not more, of the people in the world. And we're discussing how his midas really are the ones that are in control of him. Right? That's the discussion that we're having here. And what we've been saying is that despite the fact that we're saying that his, that his midas are really in charge, having said that, there is a brain element. However, the brain element is more a matter of just um, the idea that he is getting older. And in getting older... He, naturally, he is going to mature in certain ways. However, what we've been saying is that the maturity level is not that the brain is now controlling the midos or directing the midos. It's just that the things that he wants are going to be are going to be a little bit more of a mature wanting. So instead of wanting a, a matchbox car, now he wants a real car. But real, so yes, you could see the change in one aspect that he's getting older in a certain way. He's getting more mature, so it's not the same thing as he wanted when he was ten years old. But in essence, it's really the same kav. It, nothing is really changed by him. That's what we've been discussing. So he says like this: "Bekach Similarly, it's with regards to davening Right, that the ava and yira that are natural that are born out. Only from the seichel, but he's bainus lefi erecha makas adas, and the meditation that goes according to the depth of his focus, vahasaga elokis, and how much he's able to grasp of Hashem, vamayach binas of right in his brain, bina is das, obviously it means chacham bina v'das, v'kavoshikasu re'ena sasi lefanecha esachayim v'satayiv esamavis v'sarav echad v'chayim. Remember, we talked about this last time or two times ago. We discussed the idea of. There are different meditations in Hasidic literature, and they're called by different names. And each one has a little bit of a different goal in terms of what is the, you know, what am I aiming for? This particular meditation, we said, is on the one hand, it's very reachable. It's very reachable because we're talking about the fact that what does a person want? He wants to be alive. He wants to be alive, and he realizes that. By doing whatever this other thing is, it's going to take him away from life. And the more he's going to do this, it's going to bring him more life. So therefore, he's going to want it more. So what is he meditating on? He's meditating on how Hashem is giving life to who? To me. He's giving life to me. He's giving life to this world. He's giving me an opportunity to take the things that are going to give me more life. Now contrast that, as we talked about last time, with the idea of a meditation of Enor Milvado. So in one hand, Enor Milvado, we could say, might be a little bit more honest, a little bit more emis, right? that there's nothing else here except for Hashem, but it's very hard for a person to really grasp that in a way that he realizes that, what am I meditating about? That I don't exist. Well, that's not the easiest meditation. This meditation says... You know, if I want to be alive for longer and I want to have a better life, then this is what I should be going after. That's a meditation that even, right, most commercials are about. If you will take this medicine, if you will take this, if you'll do this exercise, if you'll do this, you're going to be alive for longer. 
That's something that a person is very easy for him to put it, wrap, you know, wrap his head around. Talking about both. We're talking about both. Bachar to means that, uh, right? It means life. It means uh, physical life, even. So he says, So we know that where is the Bechira coming from? This Bechira is coming from, this choice is coming from his Seichel. Like it says, right? That with Chachma, he will, he will refine, he will choose. Because basically, what this meditation is about is he's meditating what is really good for me. What's really good for me? You know, taking this drug is not really good for me. It might feel good right now, but it's going to kill a person. So therefore, you know, is it worth, you know, at the end of the day, he has a risk-reward ratio. So most Nefesh Bahamis are not so into the risk-reward ratio. They're more into the idea of, this is fun, this is good. Let's jump off of a cliff with a rope tied around my ankles, because that'll be fun. Well, you're right. That might be fun. It might be an adrenaline rush. It might be, you know, all these things. But, you know, let's look at the opposite. You know, if the, if the string breaks, so he just dies. So is it worth it? Well, the, the Nefesh Bahamia says, don't get, me, don't, get involved with, uh, don't get involved with thinking about what's the possibilities here. Right? Just do it. Just enjoy it. Just have a good time. Let me take this drug that this person is giving to me. If a person takes this drug, he's going to have the almost awesome experience. Well, that could be true. But is it worth it? Is it worth possibly, you know, dying from it? Is it worth uh, possibly getting into an addiction that is going to kill him in the long run? So most Nefesh Bahamises are not interested in that. Don't talk to me about risk-reward. Talk to me about right now, what do I get? Right? So he's saying that's because because he has to use his Chachma to to think about it. Is this worth it? Is this good for me? Is this bad for me? Yeah. Is this a, can you apply this to the many stories of the Rebbe and him telling people to, oh, ask three times, ask three times, different options? Um, not really, because I think that, that is, that's more to do with, uh, with just getting differences of opinion with regards to particular medical issues. Yeah, we're talking about everyday life types of things that we are constantly running into, right? Namely, that a person is able to use his seichel to meditate. And after he meditates, he's able to recognize, you know, this is good for me and this is bad for me. So what is this idea of choice, of, of, of refining, of t- getting to know what's going on here? So now go back to our topic. That was the muscle, now the nimshal. Because the idea is that that really what we're talking about, Bechar to Bechayim, means that we choose God. Because having a relationship with God, the person realizes is going to be the best, best way for him to spend his life. That makes the most sense. Right? So he says, but wait a minute, why do I need that? Why do I need a Bechlal? By nature, my Nefesh Bahami, my Nefesh Elokis, excuse me, has a love for Hashem. Right? It's a Chelik Mimal Mamish, like we say in the second chapter of Tanya. So, what in the world? What else are you thinking it's going to have a desire for? So, why do I even have to go through this whole meditation Bechlal? Just like the Nefesh Bahamias 
its nature is to want physical things and the good of physical things. That's what it wants. And he wants to run away from bad things. Right? He doesn't, that's the nature of the Nefesh Bahamias. So the Nefesh Bahamias is not interested in having a, 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 a thought process. This is good. Ah, it's going to cause me to weigh 500 pounds. It doesn't matter. It looks good. Future, that's right. Maybe I'll deal with it in the future. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I just want this, right? So in the same manner, Lahav deal, the Nefesh Elokis. Nefesh Elokis wants God. So why are we even talking about a, a meditation? What else does the Nefesh Elokis want? Doesn't, it's not interested in ice cream, right? So what does it want? So he says, The told us, Nefesh Elokis, Lahav Yitzchayim, Vatayv. That the nature of the, of the Nefesh Elokis is that it wants life. It wants good. Shehu kirvus elokim, that it's close to God. It wants to be close to God. That's what it wants. Believe for minara, and to run away from the evil. Hamazik elokis, kamavis mamish, and to run away from things that are going to destroy my nefesh elokis, like it would be death. That's the nature. Kibani matem Like it says, you are children of Hashem, your God. ben and just like a, a, a child, a child by nature has a connection to his father, whether he likes it or not, right? And not only that, it has this, it has this inner being and this inner will that he wants to be close to his father. That's why you have all the psychological problems. If the, person, if the child didn't really care about his father, so then he wouldn't have any problem. Just take a walk on, you know, goodbye, see you, bye, shut the door, and that's it, it's over. The problem is that it can't do that because the child wants, needs to have a relationship with the parent. That's what the issue is. So therefore, when the parent doesn't act the right way or when the child doesn't act the right way, or they have the, the issue is coming from the etzim inyan that he wants, uh, he wants the connection. That's why when you have a friend that you don't want to have anything to do with him anymore because he's, he's not a nice guy or he's doing bad things. So you say, you know, it's been nice, you know, being friends with him and, you know, you sort of drift away from each other and that's it. And you don't have to talk to him again for the next 50 years of your life, right? With a parent, it's very hard to do that. Why? Because he needs to have a relationship with a parent. So this, he, what he's asking, what he's developing here is if the Nefesh Elokis needs a relationship with God, wants a relationship with God, so where, where is, why does there have to be this whole mindset of let me think about it let me meditate on it let me let me understand what is good it's 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 automatic let's let's see what he says and he's very fearful from something that is bad for him right so also in our souls in our, in, in their nature they have a love and a closeness to God and it's, it's, it's very afraid of anything that's going to cause a wedge in this relationship. So if that's the case, on the surface, it's not understood. So why do we have to bring in this idea of Bechira, of a choice? Of the seichel mi'achashahu inyan tibi benefesh, since it's a natural thing anyway. So, like, what's the point? I bahag am the mashakas of bacharta bachayim kayal and ishama. Kamoshiyarda lamatam and slabish bagufa nefesh bahamias. What's the question here? What's the question here? What is he asking? 
if yeah. uh, having a relationship with God, if, if having a connection with God is natural and our natural peace, why do we have free will to turn away? No, that's not the question here. What's the Hagam? Read again the Hagam. Hagam is a question, right? So what is it? What is the question? No? Anyone catching it? Even though that it says Bukhati Bukhati, still. What is he saying? No? Tomer? This part of Bukhati Bukhati is on the national message is above. Ah, so he's saying maybe you could say this. Good. He's saying maybe you could say this Bukhati Bukhati, not the Bukhati Bukhati, but the natural love of the Nefesh al to God is where? Maybe we're talking about it that that's the level above. Here we're discussing the idea of a person down here in this world. So the Shama is coming down into the body. So maybe we could say that this is, this is pretty straightforward. When it's in the body, it's already, it's not so clear anymore. That's what he says. When we say, it's kai, it's referring to. It's referring to the soul the way it came down here below. is the way it's enclosed within the body. And the Nefesh Bahami is, why? Because the Neshama, the way it is above. That it's saying, oh, that it's standing in front of the Abishur. They're talking about Eliyahu Navi over here, that Hashem, that Hashem, like, right? It's just standing, like, it's totally wants Hashem. Because the idea of standing is the idea of bittel, right? So it's standing in a state of bittel of ava yira tamid va'aleha be'emes enu shayach tzivui b'chart b'chayim. So that's the level that you could say. Then you're right. There is no b'chart b'chayim over there because that's just a come. It's like it's like a complete tamidistic uh, uh, wanting of Hashem of an ava yira of Hashem. So where is the Bukhar to Bukhaim? Ki Bahamias. So we can say, what's the problem here? I don't know what you're asking me. Yeah, sure. When the soul is upstairs before it enters into the body, so then yeah, sure, it's it's like totally immersed in wanting Hashem. But here we're talking about a Nishama the way it is down here, in a body, in a goof, in a, in an Ephesha Bahamias. It's a totally different story. That's me. Right? That that's where it's telling me. That's where the commandment is: choose life, and choose good. Because the bottom line is that I don't understand what the question is. Down here, I'm not walking around with this avinyir tamid. I'm walking around with an avinyir for coffee. I don't know if there's a year in there. There's definitely an ava in there, right? That's where my Abba is. What? You're afraid that you're going to lose it. Well, that's the year of, of Ava, right? <laughs> so th- this is the point. So he says, Ki im la gamze nefesh. And not only that, we have to say that even when we're down here in this world, even at the time of davening, which is not when I'm necessarily drinking my coffee, right? It's a time of davening. So even then, what, what what do I need for to get this Ava? It says here, Yigiyar Abba. He has to put a tremendous effort into it. 
right? I'm thinking during davening. How many times were you thinking about God today, you know, yesterday or today in davening? And how many times were you thinking about, oh, I have to take care of this and I have to take care of that. And I want to get this and I want to get that. And I have an issue with this person and that person. And I have to take care of this thing and that thing. And my parents this and my uh, landlord this and the President Trump and this. And uh, I don't know, whatever, you know. I, everything, every single, you know, idea that's out there, you know, is popping into your head. It's not like you're sitting here singing a love, a love song to God. Right? Unless you have Yigiyah Rabbah. And then he says, right? What is this? Talks about this in Tanya. Which chapter of Tanya? Ooh, that's a big trivia question. Very good. Okay, you have the right decade. Very good. Right. Talks about this in Mem base, right? So what is what is Nefesh? What is this referring to? Anyone ever heard of this phrase before? The effort of the Basar, the flesh, and the effort of the nefesh. So, yeah. what, Skafia and... Uh, no. no. He is nefesh, he is nefesh is referring to two different types of, of thought processes that a person should go through. Yigiyas Basar is the idea of looking at oneself and seeing all the things that he's doing wrong with his life and doing a cheshben nefesh. That's what Yigiyas Basar means. It means he does a cheshben nefesh in order to try to fix the things that he could be doing better. Right? It's thinking through his machshava dibar ma'iser from the time he woke up this morning, from the time of last week, the time of last month, the time of last year, whatever it is. Right? And he's thinking through all the things that he did that really he should not have done. And this causes there to be a squashing of the nefesh of Ahamis. That's Yigiyah's Basar. So he's thinking about himself. He's thinking about, uh, he's thinking about how he could fix himself. Yigiyah's Nefesh is referring to the idea of thinking about God. Right? So it's two different directions that you could be thinking. Yigiyah's Basar is something that we usually do in the nighttime by, by Krishna Shalomita. And Yigiyah's Nefesh is something that we do in the morning by Shacharis. Right before Shacharis, when we're thinking about Hashem, before we start davening to Hashem. But the Yigiyah's Basar is able to break off, like we saw in chapter 29 and chapter 30 of Tanya. We talked about this during our classes recently. The idea of how to break off that shell that's sinking us, that's causing us to be not so excited about God and causing us to be right, really stuck in ourselves. right? And without one, you don't have the other. You can't do one without the other, basically. So he says, now, look at this, right? When I'm sitting here in this Eilam Haza, right, with my love for coffee and for t- going jet skiing and, uh, like, going to Tahiti and things like that, that's what my natural love is, right? In other words, we are impacted by the world around us. And so what goes on in my mind is the NFL nowadays because it's the fall, the winter, right? My desire to go to Florida for a week or whatever and to, you know, have a go to vacation there. My desire to do, you know, any number of things that are along the same lines. That's my nefesh. That's what's going on usually in my mind. That's where my natural tendency is, right? It's not thinking about Hashem, right? That's because my my soul is in the body. It's in the nefesh of Ahamis. It's being enclosed. So he says, yeah, sure. 
If a person has he has basar, he has nefesh, beribu, he's bainanus with a tremendous amount of meditation, ad shabali de ava, till he finally gets to an ava, to a love. And what happens after, right after he finishes davening? Right after he finishes davening, even before maybe it finishes, he's already thinking about the pancakes downstairs. That's what that means. Chaylef means it just changes over. He like flips over. And it leaves him the love, this feeling that he built up. Like he tried so hard to build up an energy towards Hashem during his davening. And then what happens is that, you know, he just gets, you know, it just goes away. It's like, uh, that's what happens. And only a little trace of it remains, like it says in chapter Yud, base of Tanya, right? Only a trace of all of his efforts. He put all his effort into meditating. He put all his effort into thinking through these ideas. And then he davens with it, and he's into the davening. And right as he's finishing davening, he's already thinking, what's going to be for breakfast, and what do I have to do? And all, I have to take care of this, and I have to take care of that, and I have to take care of the car, and I have to take care of this. So you have to say, this is not a real level of ava. And even in the davening itself, even in the davening itself, you can't say that every day that he davens, he like arouses this level of ava. You know, if he's having a really good day and he really works hard on it, yeah, sure. But most days he's just, you know, he's spitting out words. And I don't even know what the words mean. Right? Just reading, 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 reading. And it could be even the opposite, God forbid. That he goes after all the nonsense of the world. And all these desires and his pleasures, physical pleasures. Right? That's what that's what he gets into. If that's the case, So here comes that's the answer to our question. So yes, it's true the Nefshatul Kis naturally has this desire for God, but it's not able to express itself. When the Nefeshul Kis is upstairs in Gan Eden before a person comes into this world or after the person leaves this world. So yeah, that's what it's living with. It wants God. It just, it's totally immersed. Like probably people, you know, I don't know if you could say this, but the uh, Havdil, you hear about these near-death experiences, right? And uh, like all of a sudden the person is, you know, involved in like this total bliss, right, of, of the creator or whatever, you know? And it's like they, they just can't imagine anything else, right? I don't know if anyone's ever heard these stories. You know, sometimes you could hear them, sometimes you read about them, right? <laughs> It's like the whole Matthias, right, of the neshama outside of the body, right? But down here, when this neshama is in the body, right, it's not that way. It's the same nefesh alakis, so therefore the nefesh alakis naturally does want it, but it's so covered over by the nefesh bahamias and by the goof that it's, it's a major avoida to get this person cranking in the right direction. That's what's going on here. So that's why we're saying this meditation. means that you have to make an active choice. You have to work on yourself to get there. Because in Oilam Hazah, when the Nefesh of Bahami is, is covering over me, I have a lot of work to do. That over here, you need to have a choice in your Seichel. Your Seichel has to choose this. For what? Lizeh, for this thing, namely God. 
So how does a person do this? So he starts to meditate about the greatness of God. How Elokus is the ultimate good. Until he loves Hashem. So what's the, what's the order here? So the order of, is like this. You start off with Elokus. A little bit about Elokus. Right? And the more you think about Elokus, you start to think, wow, Elokus is pretty good. Like think about it, Lahavdil, in, in, in an opposite. Gashmiyastika example. Right? Let's say that someone uh, is hearing about, uh, another person is talking about a special computer. That this computer can do this and can do that, and that, 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 all these different things. Right now, all you're getting is information about the computer. It's the computer, the factual information about the computer. RTX 2060, 60 gigs of RAM. Okay, whatever that means, right? So he starts to learn about what it means a RAM, right? A RAM is an animal that jumps on these mountains and it also fits in a computer somewhere. We haven't found him yet in the computer, but he's there. That's what they tell him. Even 16 RAM, there are 16, how do they call them? They, only, they don't call it RAMs, they just call it RAM. Okay, so it's, okay, so they have 16 gigabytes. It's like the horses in the, in the in the right in the train, right? I know there must be a little horse in here somewhere, right? So, so the idea is You start by thinking about the object. So let's think about the object, about this RAM, right? Sixteen gigabytes of it, right? And then then you start to think, wow, you know that sounds that sounds pretty good. Well, it, it has it has more than even twelve RAM, right? Twelve gigabytes RAM, right? It must be. And then you start, but so what you did is you went from pure information to a netia, a bending a little bit of, of the self to say, this is a positive thing. This is a good thing, you know, until the next step is, well, if this is a positive thing, this is probably a positive thing for me, right? You see how we're moving here? And now that it's a positive thing for me, I get to the point, oh, I want this. I have to figure out how I'm going to get this thing. So, but it started off with a pure information, and only over the course of time, we're moving and moving in the direction where I'm saying, oh, this is good for me. I want this. Okay, this is, uh, and, and now my emotions get turned on and I have to try to figure out, how am I going to get this thing? I'm going to have to go and work and I'm going to get a bunch of money and then I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to go and buy it. But it started off with a simple information. We're talking about RAMs. I mean RAM. I mean gigabytes. Whatever we're talking about, right? This is what we're talking about. That's it. Same thing, Lahavdil with Hashem. We start off by thinking about Hashem, right? And then you begin to think, okay, Hashem is good. Wow, Hashem is good for me. Oh, I want Hashem, right? That's the meditation that we're talking about. That's what he says here. Take a look again. First of all, you meditate on the greatness of Hashem. Then you start to think, wow, well, Elokus is the ultimate good. Add until the point, that, oh, I, I, I want Hashem, right? I love Hashem. And you realize, oh, this is good for me. I want to be close to Hashem. You see the different parts of that, that sentence? It's all there. So why is this what we need to do this? We shouldn't need to do this. Our nefesh al-kis is naturally tuned into it. Our nefesh al-kis wants Hashem. What else does it want? 
That's his whole mitzvah, is wanting Hashem. However, because of the, the Hester, the concealment of the Nefesh of Bahamis and the Nefesh of Lukis, so that's why we need this process. Right? So therefore, therefore, a person has to train himself. He has to meditate and he has to learn that this is the ultimate good. This is what I really want. And therefore, I'd rather be spending my time learning Hasidis than watching a video. Of... That's the bottom line. That's the Poyal Mamish of this whole discussion. Really, my Nefesh Bahamis wants to watch a video. He wants to watch a Monday Night Football. or Today's Wednesday Night Football, right? It wants, this is what it wants in its nature. That's, an, that's, that's the Nikuda, right? But we have to train ourselves that it's not a smart thing to waste four hours watching a bunch of grown men hit each other and throw around a leather ball. And on the other side, you're just watching commercials of people you know, drinking beer, right? This is, this is not a good way to spend, a wise way to spend three, four hours of my life. But if I don't do this meditation, what he's saying here, then it's not going to happen. Because we're just going to go to the point of lowest, right? What is the idea of water? Water goes to the point of, what's the phrase, you know, in science, right? It goes to the lowest, uh, not lowest denominator, but, you know, the lowest, right? <laughs> That's in mathematics, right? But the point is that, the point is that it just goes to whatever, you know, osmosis, whatever is, it's natural. So naturally, I'd rather put on the TV and watch a football game. Unless I push back. And that is also, you see it also, we have to finish, I'm, I'm speaking over time. You see it also, even in a guy that wants to be like healthy, so he decides that he wants to do exercise. It's much easier to sit on the couch, watch a bunch of people doing exercise, than he himself do exercise. Right, exactly. This, this is this is in nature, so you have to push against the nature. That's called his bainus, and that's called bacharta. He's going to choose based on the his of what's really good for me. He starts to realize, no, it's really good for me to get out on the treadmill instead of just watching a bunch of guys run around. Right, that makes more sense. Okay, let's stop here for today. Mitzvah Shem will continue tomorrow.